0: Okay. Welcome back. I'm going to welcome you back. I kicked my cats out except for Dink because they're acting completely ridiculous out there. I can't handle them right now so they're just going to have to suffer for a little bit while I do this uh, podcast. The The reboot. This is the the dark gritty reboot that everyone has been asking for for my podcast. And finally i mean i gotta thank disney for bringing it back uh jj abrams you know contacted me directly said you know he never liked the calvin strange show but he's got a great new idea for it so he's he's taken over um you know i'm no longer calvin strange Is well i am calvin strange but i'm not played by calvin strange anymore i'm played by um i don't know what's a contemporary actor Robert de Niro, yep, very contemporary what's going on? I'm trying to trying to get back into this shit I'm trying to get myself back comfortable doing this and wanting to do this and consistently doing it and my my plan from new year's my plan from New year's was to make this uh a weekly. A weekly thing and the idea was you know if I start at the new year this more incentive to make it through the rest of the year because you've got you know how many episodes that you're supposed to do you've got 52 weeks you do an episode a week bleep blop bloop so I already missed that deadline I missed it uh, two days ago Saturday I was I had a plan to do it then um but I ended up going instead to a brian malonis seminar Uh, and that was right over at the limitless dojo uh where i spend a lot of my time these days um and it was a really good seminar that he did there Uh, malonis has been wrestling for 17 years he said which is wild i had no idea that he'd uh, actually been wrestling that long um he, uh, he's wrestled seventeen years um and he works for ring of honor now um he has worked for ring of honor for a long time he's got a contract um and he works a full time he works a full-time job like forty hours a week i had no idea on top of his wrestling and he does podcast stuff of course because everyone does and then uh he also what was this other thing that he said he does i can't remember what he said but the the dude's busy that's for sure and and it it's pretty cool to see because he he's super cool guys like definitely one of the friendliest coolest uh seminars i've had not that i've had any ones where they're not friendly honestly but um i don't know his was a little different It it was it was casual but he was also he was really good at he had the same kind of a training uh uh, style, kind of as a Lance Storm in that <clears throat> he was really good at looking at um, someone who's greener, newer, um, and their abilities, and making sure that they just get the general idea behind form correct. Um, so, to... <sighs> if someone's trying to do a role, he's not going to, if you're really new, he just wants you to be able to do the role. He doesn't necessarily want you to have the most best role you could possibly do or the best hip toss or the best, whatever people like me, who's been doing it for three years now and, uh, well, almost, uh, well, man, I think it has been three years. Actually. It's been a while. Um, I've been doing it long enough and, trained by Lance Storm that I should be doing things correctly. I don't always I had kind of an off day, honestly, but regardless of that, um cats are flipping out over at the door. Like guys, can you just can you just leave me alone for a little bit, man? I'm trying to be productive. That's my whole thing this year is I'm just trying to be productive Uh, last time I was doing this last time I was doing this I was not in a very good place mentally and I still am struggling but um now I have an idea of how to make myself how to better myself let me give you an example uh for Christmas, my sister actually bought for me nine uh, glass Tupperware pieces, and it has been awesome. It's given me—I oh, have that rice. I'm gonna fucking eat that rice and that chicken. Mm. See, I'm trying to—I'm trying to eat. I'm trying to eat well too. I'm trying to actually make my diet a priority this year, no matter what it takes. Um, it, however, I have to budget it. No cutting corners anymore because, you know, I, I feel like I tear my body apart at the gym sometimes, which is something I still have to get done today to go work out before work. Um, I tear myself up at the gym sometimes so much. And then I feel like without the proper diet, I don't heal correctly afterwards. I, I am uh, super sore and fatigued and I don't feel like my muscles will develop properly unless I'm eating that good, good diet, you know? And I think for years I just said, oh, just shovel protein in, shovel protein in. And I just said, oh, well, I'm doing this for weight gain. I'm trying to gain weight. And I I am, you know, I want to gain weight uh, and I am trying to, to a degree, but I mean, realistically, you know, they say that, um, your body can only, Um, process 20 grams of protein at a time and I think that's like within like a few hours um I don't know if that's true it's just when when you work at a gym and if you go to a gym but especially if you work at a gym and you spend a lot a lot a lot of time at a gym you hear people talk and a lot of times you just listen in because you're awkward and you don't actually want to talk to humans but you want to hear what they have to say so if there's a guy who's absolutely ripped in there talking about how he diets and 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 why it's probably good to listen to um i heard this guy he's he's jacked like french dude um and yeah he said that about the he said that about the protein so i don't know if that's true but i have noticed that as long as i am intaking large portions of protein that is like 20 grams or more um at multiple times throughout my day I feel way stronger and more energized I feel like my my muscles have uh get fatigued less and um I don't know I'm just able to able to lift better really is like the major thing that's good about that which is why I'm glad I have chicken in the fridge right now um so anyway going back to the Brian Malona seminar um making time for the seminars and staying in the ring as active as possible um whether i have a match or not um just being able to get the ring time in and stay it's crazy how fast you lose it man it's it's absolutely crazy i think that's what people don't realize about the commitment of pro wrestling is that if you are semi inactive in wrestling you may as well not be wrestling. You may as well stop wrestling. You know, I mean, that's not, I'm not saying that to anyone specifically, but what I mean is I just took like maybe like a week. Maybe it was two weeks. I think it may have been two weeks for the holidays for late December um, where I didn't get in the ring at all. Two weeks. Get back in and it's like, you remember how to do everything, but it also feels kind of foreign again, and it's really disconcerting, a little disheartening a little bit too. Um, you know, getting in with Brian Malonis, I feel like, helped me go, hey, this is go time. Like, he's here. Like, you always want to make a good impression on anyone in the wrestling business that's of a higher caliber than you. Someone like Brian Malonis, who is not a top-name draw, but on the indies – He kind of is for small companies like IWE and um, Larry's shows with NAWA. Um, You know, he's a guy that they put on the posters at the top. So he's – and he's – come on. He's in ring of Friggin honor. So having a guy like that, he used to train uh, Chaotic too, which I had no idea. So, I mean, you want to make a good impression of guys like that because – their word is everything in the wrestling business. There's, there's no LinkedIn, you know. There's no real source of re- resume for anyone that isn't on television. Um, you kind of have to do that yourself, and you have to, you have to spread. You, in addition to keeping track of yourself and what you've done and accomplished and and whatnot, you also need word of mouth and you need to be a good person and you know brian malone he kind of said it himself he said you don't have to worry about don't worry about um you know giving heat as long as you're just a good guy it's like at the end of the day if you're just a good person you treat people well um and respectfully and and you're friendly and you interact with them in any small part any small way um, you know, you're going to be fine. And I've been afraid my whole time in wrestling to end up with any heat. I mean, it's just something that I'm not looking to do. You know, I want to, I want wrestling to be fun. It's the, the only reason I do it is because it's fun. Um, And I, I, I can't imagine, I can't possibly imagine thinking about, um, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. I can't imagine wrestling with someone that, um, I don't like in some small part, you know, or, or, or if I know that they don't like me, you know, specifically and are angry at me for something I did or said that just doesn't sit well with me. I'm, I'm too sensitive a guy. I don't want, I don't want that. Sorry. I'm looking at my mic. Is it backwards right now? Hold on. I don't think it is but i don't know it looks weird on the inside there's like cables in front of the receiver uh so anyway yeah guitar break I have been committing more time to playing my guitar, um, something that I think is important to me, and uh, just playing music and experimenting with music. I've mainly been experimenting with new tunings. This guitar right now, my electric, is uh, tuned to what Devin Townsend uses, which is C G C G C. E. I'm actually trying to learn notes and stuff, and I mean I'm not learning music theory, but I already tried that in college. Trust me, it didn't end well. But I'm trying to get more of an understanding of, and that's what I love about this tuning. Is it's so fucking easy to do that in it. Oh, wait, that sounds weird. uh... there look at me guitar god understand that now my roommate now cam's playing guitar we got a very musical house here and i'm all about it you know shitty at the end there but hey i kind of like this That's a good old jam uh so yeah i'm playing devin townsend's tuning uh because devin townsend is definitely my biggest obsession of 2019 if 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 we're doing year-end awards then i gotta say biggest obsession devin townsend just just hopelessly addicted i mean it's really difficult for me to listen to other music for a long while this past year. It was just, I mean, if I gotta really vank, music has always been there for me, and I went through a short period of time where I was really getting tired of all the music I had listened to, and I loved it all. I, you know, all the melodic death metal that uh, really became my forte. Um, in high school and then through college i mean for a long time i mean opeth came in but i mean opeth might as well be a form of melodic death metal um not anymore but at the time anyway uh devin townsend project thank you just um the creativity the uh the the power the emotion the 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 feeling the the effort the purpose the message um i could just go on and on and and gush over devin townsend as a person uh, as a musician as a songwriter he's an artur he he's and those are the guys that i always seem to gravitate towards is the guys that just they Whatever they did, they do it their way, and they managed to make it successful. And Devon Townsend is... I mean, if there's ever been a perfect example of someone doing exactly what they want to do and, you know, making money doing it. And a, a lot of money. And the music, it's just right fucking up my alley. Like, spot on. You know, when you hear music that... You never even realized you you wanted, but you hear it and you're like, "This is what I've been looking for. This is what I've been wanting to listen to." He just scratches that itch of melodrama, the same way that Anathema scratches that itch for me in a in a sad kind of way, because all their music is so fucking depressing. Uh, Devin Townsend's on the other end of the spectrum being incredibly positive and in everything that he preaches and you know, if you want to call it that his twitter account is amazing by the way it just gives you like words of encouragement and shit he just he's like a monk you know he went through this horrible period of in his life uh you know being addicted to drugs and shit and Whatever the fuck. And that was in like two thousands when I was in like high school. I had no idea who this guy was at that time. I was going through my own shit set of problems, obviously. Maybe not auto- obviously. To the people who will listen to this, you know, my friends, like well, Justin. Like, realistically I'm making this for Justin, hey. Um but um Yeah, so back in the early two thousands he was addicted to drugs and all this shit and alcohol probably i don't know i i didn't read up on it too much because it's not his redemption story that intrigues me about him it's it's the quality of his music that's all i care about it's it's not his it's not his you know ridiculous you know it, it's very cool and interesting but the music is the most important part and he just makes banger ass music man mm <laughs> Just cool shit like that, man. That's hyperdrive, by the way. I don't know the words to it, so I was just like, <laughs> and I also am yeah, talking real low and quiet because I get embarrassed when I'm doing podcasts. See, that's why I'm glad that my roommate is now playing guitar, because um, now I'm not embarrassed um, to be talking. That nobody, literally nobody, nobody but Justin. Hey, Justin. Hey, Justin. So, we've got uh, Devin Townsend. Uh, Let's see. Did I have a match of the year? My personal match of the year, I have not given that any thought at all. I really, really loved my match with Mr. Aiden Agro at Let's Wrestle Volume 10, 9, something like that. Um, that was a real fun one. By the way, I've been champ this whole time. Like, shortly after I stopped doing this podcast, I kind of the reason why I disappeared is because I was uh, kind of more focused on that. I got I got given the opportunity to be the champion of Let's Wrestle and uh, took it. And it's been seven months and I'm still champ. Um, hopefully, be champ forever. Um, I got a protege, a lackey now. Um, I, you know, he likes to call himself a protege, but you know, he's my lackey. Um, and Dave Dyer, and he's a he's a dojo trainee, and he's just a good guy, and he's he's picked up um, he's picked up pro wrestling really well uh, in the short time that that he's been training with us, really. Um, so. Having Dave Dyer there has been, and and that's what made the uh, match with Aiden Agra so great, honestly, was um, uh, Dave's involvement as my kind of manager for that match, my, I don't know what you call him, but his interference, I felt like what was great about that match was, I was nervous about it at first, because I've seen, obviously, so many of, Aiden's matches and I know how he wrestles and what he's capable of doing and the types of matches that he's capable of doing he's just incredibly athletically gifted and super super agile um, and he does have good cardio he would he would have you believe otherwise but he does have good enough cardio that he can keep up with people uh, when he needs to but he's now, what's great is he's now in a part of his career where he's tired of getting blown up every single match, uh, needlessly. So we knew going into our match that we would be able to have a good crowd reaction, um, because people love him and people definitely don't like me. Um, uh, but you, MSP is always going to get a reaction in Maine. So, uh, <clears throat> it was just good baby face heel. Um, I really liked the pacing of the match. I think it opened a little bit hotter than maybe it should have, but we were also tasked with pulling the crowd back in uh, after Ciara, you know, died, basically. She didn't actually die. She got really injured, though, from a messed-up reverse Frankensteiner. It was really scary. And uh, we were, like, still going over our match, and getting it in our heads, just kind of going over shit. And we see everybody coming back, uh, you know, freaking out because Sierra's hurt. Sierra's hurt. And right before we went out, Randy just came over to us and said, I don't care what the fuck you have to do, but get that crowd back into this. So we were just like, all right, let's do this. Let's fucking make the crowd forget about what they just saw. You know, don't forget entirely, but, you know, there's still We still have a rest of a show to get through, and we still have all these important matches. There was two more, Davian and um, Masha Slamovich had to happen, which is important. You got former champion, and then Masha, she's blowing up right now. And they struggled with the crowd, but the crowd did eventually come for them, I believe. And then we had to face the t- same task people were a little freaked out a little gassed a little um on edge and we had to go out there and remind them that wrestling is fun and that these mistakes do happen and people do get hurt it's it ain't ballet um but um it's uh it uh <sighs> i stammer a lot i'm trying i'm gonna keep doing this shit because i want to get better at this shit and pacing and talking and uh keeping my mind on track anyway the match had told a really good story and i felt like it was a fun story and it was uh an easy to understand story and then it had a wild finish i mean we were just talking about how we love we were we had been watching attitude era matches where the finish was the most important part that none of it none of the rest of the match really mattered a whole lot it was just high octane fun you got you got shine and you got heat but then make the finish fucking matter. And uh, we just wanted to use the element of having Dave there to create a big schmozzy kind of finish with, uh, you know, ref bumps and Dave hits me and Dave gets, like, slapped, like, three times and um, I managed to squeak out with the victory. (coughs) It was just a really fun finish and a really fun match and uh, we were both really, really happy with it. you know, I think we went about fourteen minutes or something like that, um, and 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 we and I think the crowd really liked it. You know, he did such a good job as a as that baby face, really, really selling the little moments and just trying to constantly pump up the crowd and get them behind us or behind him. And uh, I was just sneering and yelling and you know bitching at the at the fans as much as I could and being an asshole to Aiden Agro. And, uh, you know, it worked out pretty well, so. I'm going to make this a 30-minute episode because, um, well, honestly, I'm still intimidated to come back and start doing this shit again. Um, But I just want to give you an update on my overall self. I'm doing pretty all right. I'm improving as a wrestler mentally i'm improving physically in the ring and more importantly at the gym well maybe not more importantly but at the gym i'm dieting better i'm trying to trying to spend my money where it needs to be spent potatoes Uh uh-huh potatoes I got potatoes there next to my desk because we don't have anywhere dark to store them. So I just have potatoes, like a sack of potatoes in my room. Probably because I'm Irish. It's like Shane Torton. No one's going to get that reference. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm working on dieting chicken. <laughs> I can't talk, man. I'm so bad at talking. That's all right. We're going to get better at this. I'm going to become the host That I always knew that I could be. Because I got charisma, damn it. And you know, you always think of how good you'd be at doing this sort of a thing when you're at work. (coughs) I'm playing more guitar. I'm staying creative. I'm trying to keep my relationship uh, in a happy space. And make time for the relationship, make time to see friends occasionally. But if I don't see my friends too often, it's not forever. Um, I'm in the period of building and don't have a lot of time to hang out. That's just the way it is. So, from me to you, keep it classic it's 2020 probably gonna i mean i should actually write down topics i want to talk about for the next one because i actually wanted to talk about the fact that holy shit i can't believe it's 2020 really bizarre i'm watching wrestling from 2004 which when i was watching wrestling was the new shit that everybody was saying the old shit was way better And now, you look at that shit, and that shit's unbeatable, in my opinion. (coughs) This is Calvin Strange, signing out.